The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Um, I want to continue with the teaching we started last week. This is pre-supernatural meetings, getting our hearts ready for what God will do during supernatural. We've themed the teaching, Heaven Reigns in Me. And like we established last Sunday, you've got to ensure that it is the right things that are reigning in you, that are dominant in you. Your heart regulates the rest of your life. Um, one of the sub-themes of this teaching is key surround about rest. If there's going to be rest roundabout in every area of your life, there must be rest on the inside. There must be rest in your heart. If there is unrest inside on your heart, you can never see rest on the outside. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. So, it's important that we allow the right things to dominate our hearts and our minds. Another sub-theme or another rider to this teaching is kingdom living in earthly places. So we establish that heaven is not just a place. It's also a kingdom. And that means it's about a way of doing things. A system of doing things. And though we are not yet in heaven, if we can adopt the system of heaven here on earth, kingdom living, heavenly kingdom living, though we are in earthly places, the same things that are experienced in heaven, we can begin to experience them here on earth, at least on an appreciable level. So when we say rest roundabout, we said that that is a picture of heaven. That's a picture of heaven. Um, we shared a, a very a few scriptures. Revelations 22. Let me read another one this morning. From verse 3. There shall be no curse. No more curse there. These are the visions of heaven that Apostle John saw. A place where there is no curse. Hallelujah. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face. His name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. No darkness. No night. No night seasons. They, they will need no lamp, no light or sun. For the Lord will give them light. And they shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 21.4 says God will wipe away every tear. Glory be to God. See, these are pictures of rest. God will take away the things that make you cry. The things that make your heart ache. This is heaven. Hallelujah. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death. There shall be no more sorrow. No more crying. There shall be no pain. Glory be to God. That is rest roundabout. And what we are saying is, because heaven is a system, if though you are on the earth, you can learn the ways of heaven and you begin to adopt them on the earth. The same way there is rest round about in heaven. The same way there is no curse. 
The same way there's no darkness. The same way God wipes away tears and there's no death. You too can have days of heaven on the earth. Hallelujah. And that's the supernatural life. Glory, glory, glory be to God. God gave King Jehoshaphat rest round about. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 says, It happened after this that the people of Moab, the people of Ammon, those from beside the Ammonites, they came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. And they are in Azazontama, which is Engedi. A great multitude, six different nations, rose against the king of Judah. Listen, I don't know what is against you. I don't know how great it is. I don't know how powerful it looks. That was, what, that was how Jehoshaphat felt. That's in verse 1. But look at verse 30. 2 Chronicles um, chapter 20, verse 30. Then the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for God gave him rest all around. Hallelujah. People came against him. Nations came against him. He was surrounded. He felt helpless, but he turned to God. And God gave them a strategy. And they defeated all their enemies. And they had rest. I prophesy over you again. This season. Like God gave Jehoshaphat. God will give you rest. Round about. In the name of Jesus. This is what we are talking about. It's possible to experience it on the earth. Jehoshaphat was on the earth. Praise the Lord. So again. The important thing is what is reigning in you. What is dominant on your heart and your mind. If your problems, if the enemies that have gathered around you, that seem bigger than you, stronger than you, is what is dominant on your heart, you will not have rest. If that was what was dominant on Jehoshaphat's heart, he will not have experienced rest. What is reigning in you? And where we want to lead you to is to get to the place where heaven begins to reign in you. Or more specifically, the kingdom of heaven, the way of heaven, the things of heaven begin to reign and dominate in you. Proverbs 27 verse 19. Listen to this text very carefully. The state of your heart is important. Proverbs 27, 19. As in water, face reflects face. You can replace water there with a mirror. When you look into a mirror, your face will be reflected. So, a man's heart reveals the man. Listen to me. One day your heart will reveal you. You can package with the finest suit you want. You can package with the finest furniture you want. You can at the end of the day, what is eventually going to come out of your life is what is inside your heart. As in water, as in a mirror, 
when you look into a mirror, you see what you are presenting before the mirror. The same way, what is inside the heart of a man is what will come out of his life. So if there is no rest on the inside, he can never see rest on the outside. If he's seeing any form of rest now, it's only going to be temporal. Ultimately, the unrest, the anxiety in his heart will begin to manifest. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. So what does the Bible admonish us? Proverbs 23 verse 26. My son. Let me look at your neighbor and say God's child. Oh, look at your other neighbor. Say God's child. Listen to God. My son or my daughter, give me your heart. Give me your heart. Let your eyes observe my ways. It's what we are teaching. We want to show you the ways of heaven. And when you can begin to know the ways of heaven and meditate on the ways of heaven and understand the ways of heaven and surrender your heart to God, the ways of heaven will begin to dominate your heart. And that way, what will be revealed in your life will be the things of heaven. Can I hear a loud amen? So we gave you the first thing about heaven. Looking at the revelations of John, John probably saw heaven more than any other body in scriptures. And the first thing I shared that he recorded was that almost everywhere he went, he saw Jesus as the Lamb of God. There were a couple of instances when he saw Jesus and he did not describe, it, describe him as the Lamb of God. But every other place, not less than ten times, he saw Jesus as the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 5, he saw Jesus as the Lamb. Revelation chapter 7, he saw Jesus as the Lamb. Revelation chapter 12, he saw Jesus as the Lamb. Revelation 19, he saw Jesus as the Lamb. Revelation 21, he saw Jesus as the Lamb. Revelation 22, he saw Jesus as the Lamb. That is the system of heaven. Jesus is celebrated as the Lamb of God. The perfect sacrifice of God. And that's why we have communion in church. Because as the Lamb of God, he shed his blood and he gave up his body, sacrificed himself. And we are teaching everyone, learn to celebrate Christ crucified. Learn to see Jesus as the Lamb of God, your perfect sacrifice that has obtained perfect redemption for you. So when you face challenges, is it Christ crucified? That is reigning and dominant on your heart or mind, or is it the problem you are facing? If you can learn, like John saw them doing in heaven, celebrating the Lamb, and when you are going through trouble, you are just declaring, Jesus, the Lamb of God, my focus is on you, my trust is in you, my heart is fixed on you, I'm depending on you, rather than allowing your trouble to dominate your heart, you're on your way to rest. But if you forget the lamb, or you can't see the lamb, and your troubles begin to weigh down on your heart, the rest that Christ brings may not be your portion. That will not be anybody's story in Jesus' name. Say with me, Jesus is the lamb of God. And I see him as that. 
I meditate on that reality. I allow it to be dominant. Come on, say it. I allow it to be dominant on my heart. Even when I'm going through challenges. We stressed that a lot last Sunday. Let me move on because of time. On Wednesday, we stressed the place of worship. That's the second thing I want to highlight. In Job's revelations of heaven, he saw people worshiping. Glory be to God. Revelations chapter 4, he saw them worshiping God and worshiping the Lamb. Revelations chapter 5, he saw them worshiping God, worshiping the Lamb. I'm just quoting the chapters because of time. I wish I had time to read all the verses, but please, you can study that on your own later on. Revelations 19, he saw them worshiping God. Hallelujah. That's another secret of heaven. See, that's what Jehoshaphat did. When all the enemies came around, the prophet stood up and said, Believe the Lord your God, you will be established. Believe his prophet, you will prosper. And he gave them the word of the Lord. Appoint singers and praisers before the army. This battle is not yours, the battle is the Lord's. And the Bible told us, 2 Chronicles 20 from verse 21, And when Jehoshaphat had consulted with the people, he appointed those who will sing aloud. Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor and shout, sing aloud. Tell him, sound better than Pastor T sounding this morning. Come on for one second, open your mouth and sing aloud. Listen, it dawned on me today. If you can raise your voice in church, it is a blessing of the Lord. I mean, as we were praising, I tried, the voice didn't lift. So me, I'm believing for my own miracle. So if you can raise your voice, you better lift your voice and give the Lord shout. Sing aloud. Who should, so he appointed the singers, watch, who should praise the beauty of God's holiness. And they went out before the army. And they were saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. That should be somebody's confession this season. I know there's trouble round about. Trouble at home, trouble at work. Don't allow the trouble to reign in you. Let the praises of God reign in you. Be declaring, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And his mercies endures forever. Verse 22. Now, when they began to sing and to praise. God told me to tell somebody, you know, the sound of my voice this morning, begin to sing. You have allowed your trouble to steal your praise. And the trouble is now reigning in you. Instead of the praises of God reigning in you. Open your mouth and begin to sing like they are doing in heaven. One of the visions John saw, he said he saw the four living creatures and they were bowing and praising and he said they were praising God day and night. That's 24-7. Begin to sing. Glory be to God. When they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the people of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. When you begin to praise God, God begins to fight your battles for you. And everything that has come against you, God begins to defeat them. That's the secret of heaven. 
That is the way of heaven. That is kingdom living. Let me tell you, earthly living. Hey, financial problem comes. You now can't sing praises again. Some people, it's even so bad. Even in church, with choir leading heavy, they are still, because they are weighed down by their troubles. And rather than the praises of God reigning in them, as it is in heaven, the challenges of this earth is reigning in them. Somebody say, I reject that in Jesus' name. That's not how to live. When they began to sing, God began to defeat all their enemies. And verse 30 again, the realm of Jerusalem was, Jehoshaphat was quiet. And God gave him rest all around. God will do the same for you in the name of Jesus. I want to give you a thought secret of heaven today. Tap your neighbor and say, I'm ready for rest roundabout. Oh, that anybody here, you tap him again. I'm ready for rest roundabout. So, secret one that is that in heaven, Christ is crucified. Jesus is the Lamb of God. They are always saying that. They are always saying that. They are always focused on that. That's what's reigning in them. Secret two is worship and praise. Nothing happens that they stop praising. You can adopt that also on the earth. Look at the third secret. Revelations chapter 4 and verse 1. And this one is, on one hand, very subtle. At the same time, it's very obvious. In fact, the book is named after the secret. Revelations, chapter 4, verse 1. After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. A door was open to him, and he could see into heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet. And speaking with me, saying, come up hither, and I will show you things which must take place after this. And from chapter 4 all the way to chapter 22, John was just seeing visions and revelations and visions and revelations of heaven. Heaven is a place of revelations. Heaven is a place of revelations. That is the third secret in heaven. Nothing is hidden. They can see everything. They can see their purpose. They can see the solutions to any problem. There's no problem there in the first place. But there is so much light. There's so much revelation. There's so much wisdom. There's so much insight. And that's what makes for rest. Revelation, please make a note of this. Revelation regulates rest. Somebody said that with us this morning. Revelation regulates rest. You can say it this way. My rest is regulated by my revelation. Any area where you have unrest right now, whether it's your health, your finances, your marriage, your career, is because you lack sufficient revelation in that area. I'm talking about revelation of God. If you are in heaven right now, you know you're on the earthly places. Are you with me this morning? If you went to heaven right now, you will see the answer. You will see the solution. Heaven is a place of revelations. Glory be to God. Listen to how Apostle Paul described this. 
1 Corinthians chapter 13. Look at what he said in verse 12. For now, now that we're on the earth, we see in a mirror dimly. On these earthly places, we don't have all the revelation and the light that we would want to have. Now, we see dimly in a mirror. But then, then when we get to heaven, face to face, we will see clearly. Face to face, we see everything. Why? Heaven is a place of revelations. Now, I know in part. But then, I shall know just as I am known. Hallelujah. And the more revelation I have, particularly about challenges I'm facing, the more I can have rest. Matthew 11. Glory be to God. Verse 28. Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, Jesus speaking, and I will give you rest. Glory be to God. But how does he give us rest? Look at verse 25. Matthew 11, verse 25. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, the Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent, earthly people that are wise and prudent that don't trust in God. You have hidden these things from them, but you have revealed it to babes, his sons and his daughters that trust in him. He gives us revelation. Even so, verse 26 says, For so it seemed good in your sight. Hallelujah. And it's by that revelation that God gives us that we experience rest. So he said, Come unto me. Verse 28. All ye that labor and heavily, I will give you rest. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. As I begin to show you things, as I begin to educate your spirit and your mind, as I begin to renew your thinking, as I begin to give you understanding, wisdom, learn of me what will happen. You will find rest for your souls. You pay for things you don't know. You suffer for things you don't know. Hosea 4.6 God's people are still being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. But where there is perfect knowledge, where there is light like heaven, there's no need to suffer any longer. Are you hearing what we are saying this morning? Your rest is revelation regulated. On the other hand, ignorance engenders unrest. The more ignorant I am about things, the more I make room for unrest. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. We all know this story, or most of us are familiar with it. Matthew chapter 16. Jesus came to the disciples. Who do men say that I am? He asked them that question. They start saying all kinds of things. Some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are one of the prophets. So that who do you say that I am? All of them were quiet. Then the Bible said, Peter spoke up. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And in verse 17, the Bible says, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, 
For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Please bear in mind that Peter is on the earth. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. When revelation comes to you from heaven, though you're on the earth, it brings blessings. When there's no revelation, unrest and stress remains. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Look at what he said in verse 19. Jesus speaking, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. On earth, I will give you the keys. This is what we are talking about. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. What are the keys? Revelation. The keys come by revelation. Revelation are the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That is the secret there. Nothing is hidden. No darkness. No confusion. No misunderstanding. But the good news is, though we are on the earth, revelation from heaven can come to us. Can I hear loud amen? Like it came to Peter here. And when we receive it, I tell you it begins to bring grace. Keys of heaven. Like there is rest in heaven. When you begin to catch revelation on the earth, you begin to experience rest on the earth. Hallelujah. This is what Apostle Paul was talking about in the text we read, the Bible reading. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I went to heaven. And when I was in heaven, I saw things that ordinary men cannot, you can't even tell them. You know what? I saw, I, I mean, my eyes were opened. Heaven is a place of revelation. Things that is unlawful to tell men, I saw them. And he said, lest I should be exalted by the abundance of the revelation. So much revelation came to me when I had that heavenly encounter. I was caught up. Like John was caught up into heaven. And just then seeing things, seeing things from Revelation chapter 4. Heaven is a place of revelation. But though you're on the earth, God can also give you the same revelation. And when you have it, you will have rest. So, Apostle Paul said, lest I should be exalted, verse 7 of 7 Corinthians 12, lest I become proud. By the abundance of revelation, and we thought about this text a few months ago, there are certain things God allows to happen to us. Joseph, God will allow them to put you in prison. Paul, God will allow Satan to buffet you. A messenger of Satan was given to me, a thorn in the flesh to buffet me. I had unrest in my flesh. And he was referring to his ministry. Today they will stone me. Tomorrow they will imprison me. Next tomorrow they will kill me. Unrest. And he said God allowed it, like we shared last month, so that your head will not swell too much. Not let Paul suffer. There are some things God allows to just keep you humble. But watch where we are going this morning. Tap your neighbor and say, Revelation brings rest. Say, Revelation regulates rest. Ask your neighbor, are you interested in rest roundabout? Believe God for revelation. Come on, tell your neighbor, believe God for revelation. So, I was being buffeted in my flesh. A messenger of Satan. And he said, I prayed to God three times. And then God spoke. And everything changed. 
Light came. Revelation came. Verse 9. God said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. This is the revelation God gave Paul. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Or in weaknesses. And once he caught that revelation, everything changed. Please note this. I've preached a lot from this text over and over again. The situation did not change. Oh, hallelujah. The devil did not stop buffeting him. In fact, he died in the prison. They did not stop stoning him. They did not stop killing him. The circumstances did not change. What changed? By the revelation that came, his heart changed. He now said, most gladly. Therefore, I will rather boast. So, the problems and the infirmities and the buffeting that he was complaining and crying about, he now began to boast based on the light and the revelation from heaven that he caught. And everything changed. From that day, Paul addressed in prison. Glory be to God. In suffering, he addressed. And he wrote the Bible. Glory, 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 glory be to God. When the revelation of heaven dawns on your heart, rest will come. Whether the situation or the circumstances change or not. And that's what we need. Somebody say, that's what I need. Listen to me. The thing you are looking for is not what you need. If it's not this one. Somebody say, I need revelation. Oh, I can't hear you. Say, I need revelation. You know what Paul was looking for? God taking away the tongue in the flesh. God taking away the messenger of Satan. God said, in effect, no. May God give us wisdom to know what we need. Somebody thinks he needs money. No, sir, you need revelation. Somebody thinks he needs a wife or husband. No, sir, you need, a, you need revelation. Ah, I need promotion on my job. No, you need revelation. I need a house in Banana Island. No, you need revelation. When the revelation came, glory be to God, with that light came rest. How do you write to thoughts of a Bible? With rest. Glory, glory, glory. You're going to ask God for revelation today and in this season of your life. And I'm telling you, as the light of heaven dawns on your spirit, your life will never remain the same. Every messenger of Satan that has been buffeting you, it ends from today in the name of Jesus. Every torment in your life, it ends this season in the name of Jesus. Because the light of heaven, where there's perfect rest, will begin to reign in your heart. Are you with me this morning? Rise up on your feet. Leave those hands. And I don't know what challenges you are faced with. What is that thing that is bringing unrest? What's that thing that is making you cry? What is that thing that seems to be a cause in your life? Remember, in heaven, there's no cause. There's no crying. What's that? There's no pain. What's that thing that's causing you pain? Leave those hands to God and say, Father, like you granted Apostle Paul. I can't hear somebody this morning. No. You see, listen to me. Listen to me. I hope this teaching is beginning to do something inside your spirit. 
some of you, is the wrong things that are raining in our hearts. Some people, is money that is raining in their hearts. Money. So until the money comes, God cannot solve my financial problem. Are you the one that's going to counsel God? God can solve your financial problems without Naira. Look at that lady for Paul. said, it is my grace that is sufficient. I don't need to take away the devil. But Paul caught it by revelation. Somebody open your mouth this morning. Father, like you gave Paul revelation to deal with every unrest in his life and ministry. Like a child, I humble myself before you. Grant me revelation in this season of my life for every unrest that I'm experiencing in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray the best way you can. Grant me revelation. Grant me revelation. Grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. The revelation I need for every unrest in my finances, every unrest in my business, in my career, in my marriage, in my home. Like you gave Paul revelation for his ministry. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is perfected in weaknesses. Grant me my own revelation. Grant me revelation. Lord, may I be filled with the knowledge of your will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Fill me with knowledge. In all wisdom. And spiritual understanding. Like there's knowledge in heaven. Like there's light in heaven. Let there be light in my heart. Like you gave Peter the keys of the kingdom. <laughs> Grant me knowledge. Grant me knowledge. Grant me knowledge. That I may walk worthy of the Lord. Fully pleasing him. Be fruitful in every good work. And increasing in the knowledge of God. Lord, help me to be increasing in knowledge. Increasing in wisdom. Increasing in revelation. Increasing in understanding. Increasing in light. The Lamb of God. The light of heaven. Grant me light. Lamb of God. The light of heaven. Grant me wisdom. Come on, pray. All you need is light. All you need is light. Listen, listen. Look at me, everybody. Please assess where you are concerning the things you are trusting God for that are buffeting you or bringing pain. Ask yourself sincerely, and I tell you, there's a miracle here for you, if you can understand what I'm saying. Is the pain reigning in your heart, dominating your mind and your, on your heart? Or is the revelation of God dominating your heart? You know, that's what happened to Paul. All of a sudden, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is perfected in your weakness. It began to dominate in his heart. It didn't matter that he was in prison anymore. It didn't matter that they were stoning him anymore. It didn't matter. In fact, he started boasting. 
about his problems. What is reigning? Look at me, church. Look at me. Hear me. This is God helping you. What is reigning in your heart? Is it the problem that is buffeting you? Or have you, like Paul, been able to lay hold on revelation? Please hear me. Oh. Laying hold on the revelation is not enough. It must reign in your heart. It must become dominant in your mind. That's where you are going. When your heart gets flooded with the light of heaven, when the light of heaven begins to dominate your mind and your heart, rest. Like there is rest in heaven. Oh, glory, glory, glory be to God. Lift those hands to God right now and say, Lord, grant me the light of heaven. Even as I'm here on earth, and let it begin to dominate in my heart more than any other thing. Open your mouth and pray that prayer the best way you can. Grant me the light of heaven. Rather than my problem dominating my heart and my mind, let the light of heaven, the revelations of God, like you told Paul, my grace is sufficient, my strength is perfected in weakness. Man, that's a revelation. That's a revelation. It changed everything for him. Lord, grant us revelation. I pray for you this day. As the light of heaven begins to turn on your heart, it changes everything for you. Situations begin to turn for you. Doors begin to open for you. Rest round about becomes your portion. The problems will no longer dominate your heart and your mind. But the revelation of God will take dominant residence in your heart and your mind. In the name of Jesus. Come on, ask God for light. Let everything that is not revelation, that is dominating your heart, let it be displaced right now. Let every problem go away. Let every pain go away. Let sorrow go away. Let every curse go away. Let disappointments go away. Let the light of heaven reign in you. Let heaven reign in you. Oh, yakata This is how to reign in life. This is how to live supernaturally. Revelation from heaven comes. Keep praying. Keep asking. You are here this morning. You are not born again. Everybody praying. Put your hands down. Bow your heads and keep praying to God. And asking him for light and revelation. But if you are here this morning, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to give him your heart. You want the perfect sacrifice that he paid for you to become your experience. Raise your hands sky high. Let the mercy of God take over your heart and your life. Let the mercy of God cover you and cleanse you from your sin. Raise that hand. You want to surrender your life to him. You want to receive the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Raise that hand. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Anybody wants to surrender to Jesus today? Or maybe you want to rededicate your life. Oh, shakata yala bagasoto. Keyala bababa. Oh, sheketo. While the rest of the congregation is asking God for revelation like Apostle Paul. You raise your hand. Let God know you want to see him today. And you want to meet with him today. 
Lamb of God and light of heaven, we worship you today. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you the praise. We thank you that you are flooding our hearts with light. Where we have been confused, where we wanted to give up, where we wanted to throw in the towel, light is beginning to shine in the dark. And we are beginning to see where it's out of nowhere. Just like you did it for Paul. Just like you did it for Peter. Thank you for revelation. That is giving us the keys of heaven. Even though we are here on the earth. We give you the praise. In the name of Jesus. Somebody that believes God for revelation. And knows that God is giving you that revelation this season. Lift your voice. And give the Lord a loud shout of praise. We bless you, Father. We will never be confused. We will never be in the dark. As there is light everywhere in heaven, so it is for us. Even though we are here on the earth. And we can experience days of heaven on the earth. And rest round about. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take your seats for a moment. Let me share this brief testimony with you. We are praising God on Wednesday. I shared with them in the first service and I will close with this. And you know, I, I, I'm, I was just doing these things I'm teaching you. The choir was singing, the Son of God is lifted high. I started singing, the Lamb of God is lifted high. And I was believing God. There's something, Pastor Indian and I have been believing God for. There's something we applied for since March. Normally, it takes about six months. By September, we're expecting to get a response. September came, nothing happened. October came, nothing happened. This is November. And we wanted to get that response before the end of this year. I praise, and God told me, I just had to focus on this thing and be praising me for it. Be thanking me. Don't thank me about anything. that issue. When is this service? As we are worshiping God, we are talking about the fact that worship is a kingdom way in heaven. And I just blessed God. I got home and I told her, God led me to pray about this and I believe it's, it's, it's coming to pass. I had that much confidence in it. The following day, hallelujah, the email came that we have been expecting. That was like two months delayed with all the positive news we wanted to hear. Hallelujah. These things work when you use it. When he, Paul told them Christ crucified his foolishness to the Greeks. It's foolishness to them. Some people think these things are foolish. Ah, what is calling Jesus the Lamb? Try it. What is asking God for revelation? Try it. Glory be to God. My life changed. One God told me, I will tell you one thing the devil is afraid of. Revelation from heaven. That was the end of barrenness. Ask God for revelation when you are in the dark. It's that light that is dominant in heaven that makes for rest roundabout. When it comes into your heart, though you're on the earth, you will have rest roundabout to an appreciable level. And that will be your portion this season in Jesus' mighty name. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Ital Avenue. 
behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640. 